0: In a way people still think there's a sort of Gaudiamas music style. But in a way, to me it doesn't make a difference if it's a serial composer or composer is more in a
1: pop vein and wants to do something completely different.
2: Gaudiamus is open to any composer.
0: Martine Booser, who is the programmer and producer of the Gaudi Amis Music Week Festival, talking about their philosophy. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. Today is the second in a two-part series called In the Field, Gaudi Amis. The Relevant Tones team traveled to Utrecht in the Netherlands to be present at this very prestigious festival. I think it's one of the most important contemporary music festivals in Europe, uh, maybe in the world. It's been around for 70 years. In fact, we were there for the 70th anniversary, which is a really impressive run. It was begun by Walter Moss, who was a Jewish refugee during the Holocaust. He settled in the Netherlands and was taken in by a Dutch family. And when the war was over, he was so grateful about it that he endowed a concert series that over time has become this amazing international festival. Composers from all over the world send in their scores and apply to be part of Gaudi Amus, and from those hundreds and hundreds of submissions, they narrow it down to five composers, the nominees, and they travel to Utrecht, they work with musicians, they work with each other, of course, they learn a lot, I think, from each other, they work with mentor composers, the three members of the jury, and they hear their pieces performed in a series of concerts. One of them receives the Gaudi Amis Prize, which is a commission to write a new piece to be performed at next year's festival, and that prize is announced on the last day of the festival. So we'll get to that at the end of the program today, the winner for the 2016 Gaudi Amis Festival. But I also want to play music by composers that we met while we were there because it's an incredible community that they've created at Gaudi Amis. And we'd go, we'd see three, four, five concerts a day, and then we'd go out. It was beautiful weather. So we'd usually sit outside, have a couple of beers, and just generally be merry. In fact, that is actually how Gaudi Amis translates from Latin into let us be merry. And they certainly do that at the Gaudi Amis Festival. So we're going to bring some great music for you today in this, the second of our two-part series. The first piece I want to play today is called pre-echo after empties. It is by composer James O'Callaghan, who was one of the five composers present at the festival as one of the Gaudíamus nominees this year. Well, we did have the chance to talk with all five of the composers, so let's go now to an excerpt of my conversation with James about his philosophy of music making.
1: So the string quartet is called pre-echo after empties. In addition to the string
0: sounds, there are also sounds of shovels in earth, and footsteps, and duct tape being pulled, and writing, and all these kind of concrete sounds. And it ended up being dense and difficult work in in a way that normally I don't write overly complex music, and, and it became maybe my most challenging piece to play. And so it was nice to explore something virtuosic. That's just a bit of my conversation with composer James O'Callaghan talking about music and philosophy, which I think for him are inextricably intertwined. Every time I asked him a question about music, he would pause and have these thoughtful silences for a moment. And then he'd have this uh, really philosophical explanation for everything. It was really interesting to talk with him about his process of making music. The piece that I want to play is called Pre-Echo after empties and this is a string quartet piece we're going to hear the Bozzini Quartet they are a quartet from Montreal they were in residence at the Gaudillamas Music Week Festival this year and also they were doing a thing called the Composer's Kitchen which is something they do in Montreal as well which is an amazing opportunity for a composer to work with the musicians before the piece is really finished before you've declared it done <laughs> so you can still make changes you can incorporate some of their feedback I think it's a really great thing that they're doing certainly a valuable part of this year's gaudiomus Music Festival at any Here they are, the Bozzini Quartet, to perform an excerpt of the piece Pre-Echo, After Empties, by composer James O'Callaghan. (laughs) mm <laughs> music that was composed as part of the composer's kitchen a project that the quartet we heard performing Bosini quartet does in montreal but they brought it with them to gaudi Amis, where they were in residence at this year's festival so the composer had a great chance to incorporate some of their feedback and to try out new things before he finishes the final version of the piece the piece is called pre-echo after empties and it was by james o'callahan I'm playing music again recorded at the Gaudi Amis festival, mostly by the five nominees who come from all over the world, one of whom wins the Gaudi Amis prize, a coveted prize, which is a huge commission, to write a new piece to be performed at the festival next year on the opening concert, which is attended, by the way, by a ton of people. So this is a great opportunity for a composer. But I also want to play music by some of the composers we've met along the way, and I thought it'd be fun too to play a piece by one of the jury members. The winner of the Gaudiama's Prize is decided by three jury members, all of whom are composers themselves. One of whom is Songwon Oh, a Korean composer now living in Chicago. Luckily for us, I got to talk with her about the selection process at Gaudiamis.
1: I think the most important part of this process is not only just getting to hear one piece, but really understanding different dimensions of individual composers and um, making a relationship for the future as well. We not only listening to their music and what they have to say about themselves, but also looking at how they interact with um, musicians, for instance, how they are as a person. And all that was really important for me uh, to get to know as a composer who may have a certain type of future.
0: That's Wan Oh, who is one of the jury members at this year's Gaudi Amis Festival. The jury is comprised of three established composers who have the, well, in my mind, unenviable task of narrowing down the field from five composers down to one. It already got narrowed down from hundreds to five, but they have to find the one composer who will actually get the prize. A very difficult job if ever there were one. All three of the members of the jury, as I said, are established composers, and they all had music performed at the Gaudiyamas Festival. So I wanna play a piece now by Song Wan called Jungga. And there's a very clear inspiration here in this music that comes from her cultural heritage.
1: joong is more of a, a meditative way of singing. Funny enough the physically, when you say certain pitches in a certain way or certain type of vibrations, or sometimes with the uh, falsettos, it actually influences your inner organs. So what I was told is instead of this uh, aristocrat who was not really allowed to walk fast or run, would sit down and do that kind of meditation and do somehow exercise with their inner organs. (laughs) Yeah, when I got a chance to write this piece, I said, well, would it be fun or not fun? Seriously interesting to try to have Obo become a singer in my particular way. It's not literally the same vocal technique, but I'm using over more like a vocal chord in a way. So that's where the title comes from.
0: I think it's important to know that this piece is inspired by Korean music. I think if you you know any music at all of the Far East, you will hear the influences, absolutely. But nonetheless, it's always nice when the composer herself can tell you exactly how her cultural heritage has been brought to bear in this piece of art, especially when it's being written for Western instruments. This is an oboe concerto, but here the oboe is playing in this Korean singing style, as we heard her talk about. And a lot of times in that singing style, you'll hear more than one pitch. Well, you're going to hear that in the oboe as well. They're called multiphonics. Here is Joong Ga by Wan Oh, and we're going to hear Insomnio Ensemble. They are a Dutch ensemble to perform. Ulrich Poole is the conductor, and the oboe soloist is Eduardo Oloki. That's music by Songwon Oh. We heard an excerpt of a piece called Jungga, inspired by a traditional Korean singing style, and we hear that singing style best in the oboe. In fact, the piece is a concerto for oboe and large ensemble, and we heard Eduardo Oloki as oboe soloist, performing with Insomnio, led by Ulrich Poole. They are a Dutch ensemble, and that was a live performance from the Gaudi Amis Festival. In fact, the composer, Songwon Oh, is one of the three jury members at this year's Gaudi Amis. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. Today's program is the second in a two-part series entitled In the Field, Gaudi Amus. We traveled to Utrecht in the Netherlands to be present at the 70th anniversary of this important new music festival. To subscribe to our podcast, for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, or for a complete playlist of today's program, you can visit relevanttones.com. Today's program is the second in a two-part series called In the Field, Gaudi Amis. We had a great chance to travel to Utrecht, be present in the Netherlands for this festival. In fact, it was the 70th anniversary of the festival, so it felt like a really big deal to be there. There's a lot of energy surrounding that. That is a lot of time for anything, (laughs) let alone a contemporary music festival. But I really think that Gaudi Amis has taken its place among the world contemporary music festivals as one of the most important. Certainly a lot of other composers think so. They get hundreds and hundreds of submissions every year, they narrow it down. Down to five nominees who compete for the Gaudiamas Prize, which is a commission to write a large-scale work to be premiered the following year on the opening concert for the festival. So everything that I'm featuring on the program today and on the previous program are from live concerts that we attended. I'm certainly playing the music of the five nominee composers, absolutely, but also playing music by other composers that we met while we were there or music from interesting concerts that we went to. The headquarters for the Gaudiamas Festival is the Tivoli Vredenburg, which is a huge multi-use art center. It really is an enormous space, and there are at least five, maybe seven theaters in there. I actually kind of lost count after a while. I mean, it's incredible, and they're all state-of-the-art. But Gaudiamus also is attempting to reach the wider community of Utrecht, and so they've also had some concerts in other venues throughout the town in churches and art galleries. One of my favorite of these spaces was the Kunstrümte Cube where we saw two concerts. This is an art gallery in Utrecht and it was the scene of a couple of very intimate concerts. It's not a huge room. Both concerts featured soloists. The first was a double bassist and the second was an accordionist. And it was amazing to hear a virtuoso perform wonderful music literally just a few feet away from you. You can see everything that the person is doing and and the room, I think the acoustic qualities of this room were really great too. So I wanna feature some music from the accordion concert. This was Vincent van Amsterdam. He was the accordion soloist. The piece that I want to play is by a Dutch composer from the past named Ton de Leeuw, and it's a great piece. He really knew his way around the accordions. So that's part of why I want to play it. I actually really like the music a lot, but I also thought it has some historical significance because he was actually at the original Gaudi Amis composer's house where Gaudi Amis began in a town called Biltun. He lived there from 1951 to 1952, so I think there's some historical importance in the choice of this piece as well. Here is Vincent van Amsterdam performing live from his concert at the Kunst Roomtakube in Utrecht as part of the Gaudíamus Festival, modal music by composer Tan De Liu. We were sitting in the second row for that concert according to Vincent van Amsterdam was just a few feet away from us playing this great concert of music for solo accordion. What a virtuoso player he is. And that piece really struck me. It's called Modal Music. It's by a composer who was a well-known Dutch composer in the past, Tan De Lue. Not as well-known, perhaps, today as he should be. And he also was at the Gaudiamus house. He actually lived at the Gaudiamus house, the original house where the Gaudiamus Festival began. He lived there from 1951 to 1952. So I thought there was a great historical connection. But it's also a fantastic piece, very well played, again, modal music from a live performance by Vincent van Amsterdam. Well, the last piece I want to play on the program today is by the composer who, in fact, took home the Gaudi Prize, and that is the American composer, Anthony Vine. On the last day of the festival, we all gathered at the Tivoli in the big reception area space downstairs, and Hank Hoivelman, the director of the Gaudi Festival, gave a great speech where he talked about the importance of of, of friendship and camaraderie. I I really like that. I can't say that enough, that the Gaudi Festival is about community, and, and they emphasize this all the time. So, Hank gave this wonderful talk about how one person is going to get this commission, but nonetheless, you're all part of the Gaudíamas family. And then they presented the award to Anthony Vine. So Anthony will be writing a new piece for the festival to be premiered in 2017. So that will actually mark the second year that he's had a work premiered at the Gaudíamas Festival, because this year, in 2016, his piece for string quartet Between Blue received its world premiere at the festival. It was written for the Bozzini Quartet in close collaboration with them as part of their composer's kitchen project the piece again the title is called between blue there's a very specific inspiration from
3: the visual art world trying to sort of emulate the perceptual effects that the artist james terrell lighting installations have where you're focusing on one monochromatic light that is just ever so gradually shifting and changing And a lot of these textures in these pieces are these static zones or spaces that one can sonically bathe in for quite a long time and starting to notice just the, the slight nuances of the sound. Similar to, I think, how James Terrell's artwork at least works for me on that level.
0: Yeah, there's a particular feeling you have when you're in a room. Even this lighting (laughs) is providing a certain, you know, Mm -hmm. sterile mood. But, I mean, you know, when you change the color or whatever, that that definitely has an effect on how you feel about everything. How does that translate to music?
3: Yeah, I'm not sure if that's the part of it that I'm interested in translating in my music, at least. Uh, What's interesting about his work for me is, um, you know, he'll just have, like, a blue square that's projected to the corner of the room. And there's a part of you that knows that, okay, that's just a blue square being projected onto a flat wall. But when you spend more and more time with that light object and spend more time in that space, I always think of it as his work as like a meditative act where if you just go into the room and stand there for five minutes and kind of look around, it's just going to look like a blue square. But the more time that you spend with it, the deeper... The dimensionality of the work becomes.
0: That's composer and 2016 Amis Prize recipient Anthony Vine talking about the piece we're about to hear, Between Blue. The title is inspired by the artwork of James Terrell. Here is the Bozzini Quartet, one of the ensembles in residence at this year's Amis Festival, to perform Between Blue by Anthony Vine. That's music with a very specific inspiration in the artworks of James Terrell, an artist very much interested in color. And it's interesting how the composer has translated these concepts of color into sound. The piece is called Between Blue. We heard the world premiere performance. That is the first time anybody ever heard it at the Gaudi Amis Festival. It was performed by the Bosini Quartet, who worked with the composer on the piece as part of their composer's kitchen project. Anthony Vine, again, was the 2016 recipient of the Gaudi Amis Prize. That's all the time we have for our program today, the second in our two-part series in the field, Gaudi Amis. For me personally, it was really a great experience to be able to travel there. Gaudi Amis has been on my radar for at least 20 years, and so it was an incredible experience to actually be present, to meet all of the composers, meet the festival organizers, and see the great work that they're doing in Utrecht. All success to Gaudi Amis in the future. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis, and additional production help provided by Rebecca Knightsted. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bosted from the WFMT Radio Network, Chicago.